Welcome to the Bethel Free Baptist Church Weekly Sermons. This is the morning service of Sunday the 11th of December 2011, entitled A Perfect Gift, and the Bible reading is taken from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 11. Here's Brother Danny Nelson. It's always a blessing coming here just to um, see you all once again. It's such a blessing. And... Um, I've brought my family with me again, and I've got an extension to my family. My family's growing. You probably say that colour's not right, but she's still my daughter. <laughs> eh? Our dear sister Kate is with us today. Um, she's still my daughter. I'm going to talk to you about a perfect gift. A perfect gift. A perfect gift in which we all have, but some of us just go bypass it, bypass it all the time. This perfect gift. Perfect gift in, in 2 Corinthians Second Corinthians 9, verse 15. It says, Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. What is that unspeakable gift? What is that, that unspeakable gift? If we turn to Luke, Luke chapter 2, verse 8. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. We'll have a glimpse of what that unspeakable gift is. When I was in, when I was in Wales at the, at the fellowship meeting, at the fellowship meeting, um, it's always a, a blessing going to these fellowship meetings because um, Megan always sings at these fellowship meetings. Yeah? And just, just sitting there, in just, I, just, I hear this sweet singing coming from my left. I look around and say, oh, the mom could sing as well. <laughs> it's such a blessing to you. It's such beautiful singing. When we was in the fellowship meeting in, in Colwyn Bay, and um, your pastor, Larry Curtis, said he was going away, I said to my colleague, this is Paul. You all know Paul. Paul, yeah. We both um, went through Bible college um, the same time. We, all, we both got ordained roughly the same time. Just a month apart, we got ordained. This was um, last year, isn't it? Last year we both got ordained at the same time. And I said to Paul, we've got to go to Bethel to preach. And you know something? God has led, just led me here to do, your, do, do his work. Do his work. It's just a blessing being here. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. And there were in the same country a shepherd abided in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, angel of the Lord come, and come unto them, and the glory of the Lord shone around and about them. And they were so afraid. And the angel said unto, the, unto them, Fear not, for I, behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is, unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, which is Christ the Lord. And he shall be a sign unto you. He shall found a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in a manger. And suddenly there was the angel of multitude of heaven, uh, heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory be to God in the eyes, and on earth peace and good peace, goodwill um, towards, uh, towards, them, towards men. And it came to pass, as the angel were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherd said one to another, Let us go even unto Bethlehem 
and see this thing which come to pass, which the Lord has made known unto us, which the Lord has made known unto us. When I heard our dear brother, can't you remember your name? I'm so hopeless with names, saying up here about, about people who, is, um, who has come to know the Lord over this weekend. And when he mentioned the Muslim and stuff like that, you know something, Christmas is a time, Christmas is a time where we should freely, freely go out and do God's work. It's a time in which, in which the opportunity is there, the door is there, and we should go out and do it. There's other times, depends on where you work, you cannot freely do this work. But Christmas, everybody's celebrating Christmas, and it's a time in which we should not pass. We should not bypass. We should take that opportunity. Christmas is a time of giving also. It's a time of giving. And also it's a time of shopping. I take it a lot of you ladies have done your Christmas shopping. You've wrapped your present already. Me and my wife, we haven't even started as yet. Eh? You've wrapped your present. Christmas is a time of going going into the shopping mall and just buying the stuff and watching the people go, go past and seeing the, uh, the rush about. Ever since, ever since a wise man from the east, from the east, show, show up, the wise man from the east show up in the stable carrying gold, frankincense, and mirth. People, people have been encouraged to give at Christmas. They have been encouraged to give at Christmas. It's even until this day, we still give at Christmas. But you know something? A lot of us miss the point of giving. We miss the point of giving. A lot of us go out. We go out not just to give, we go out to buy expensive toys for our children. We go out to buy expensive toys for our children. We go out and buy the Barbie dolls, the robot um, dogs. But in them days, all what they give was plain gold, frankincense and mirth. Every year, every year, children, adults, million of us opened our gift. We opened our gift, some of it will fit. Some of it will be the wrong color. Many of us will take it back to exchange these gifts. Many of the gift is not what we need. But there's one gift, one gift which is appropriate for everybody. That's why we say we do not miss let Christmas pass us by. One gift is appropriate for a small child. One gift is appropriate for a teenager. One gift is appropriate for an adult. One gift is appropriate for a boy, a girl, a man, and a woman. It makes no difference. The gift we need it's the most valuable gift of all. The gift we need is a gift in which we walk past in that major and then we look back and say, what is it? 
The gift we need is that baby in a major. The one in which this whole season of Christmas is about. We celebrate. We eat. We feast at Christmas. We celebrate the fact that God has gave, it, gave us the gift of his own son, Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ, we have faith in him. And he gives us the forgiveness, the forgiveness of our sin. And we have eternal life. In John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave him his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He gave us his son. We're going to look at three points this morning. Just three points. Three points we're going to look at. The first point is the gift is Jesus Christ himself. The gift is Jesus Christ himself. The gift God offers us is to know Christ. To know him as a friend. To have fellowship with him. To have a relationship with him. The gift God offers us is to just love Christ and have that fellowship and relationship with him. In John 15, 15, it says... Henceforth I call you my I call you not my servants, for servant knoweth not the Lord what the what the Lord does, but I called you friend for all this that I have heard of my father I've made known to you. Servant does not know your business, a friend does. In John in John seventeen three it says, and this is Life eternal. Life eternal. That they may know thee, the only true God, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. I ask, I ask a question. Have you received that gift? Have you received that gift? Do you have the kind of relationship with Jesus do you know him as a friend is he someone you could talk to is he someone you could confide in is it someone you can seek counsel from do you feel at ease in his presence is he like the close friend you have or is there times when you're going to talk to God, you've got to rush around, rush around and clean your spiritual home before you welcome him in? If you don't have this kind of relationship with Christ, the good news is, the good news is all you've got to do is ask. Ask Christ to come into your life in prayer. Confess your sin. Ask him to forgiveness. Ask him into your, uh, into, your, uh, into your heart, and that is all you've got to do. Maybe, maybe you have not heard the Christian life described in that way before. Perhaps it sounds a little strange to some of us. Perhaps it's strange because it seems as if we're talking, talking about flesh and blood as if it's a person. 
as if, so, as if he could hear us and as if we could touch him. Perhaps it's as if we could also see him, just sit and talk with him. But my brothers and sisters, fellowship with Jesus is real. Fellowship with Jesus is real. Christ is present with us. The scripture says, where two or three are gathered, Christ is also present with us. His spirit live within us. That's why at times we've got to be careful where we go. We've got to be careful what we say because we take Christ with us. He speaks to us through the Bible and we speak to him through prayer. 1 John 1, 3 said, That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that he also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. Some people think Christianity a people who is probably loopy or just gone mad. Some people say Christianity is a thing of just rules, rules you've got to obey. Some people think uh, they're better off sitting at home, reading a book, watching TV, and sometimes some of us straight after church running to see who, who's going to win X Factor. My daughter does that. Let me tell you, there's benefits. There's benefit. There's benefit in that relationship with God. Some of us feel that Christianity is just there to improve their relationship, strengthen their marriage, give them guidance to raise their children, emotional strength to deal with difficult circumstances. My brothers and sisters, that is also true. But we also miss the mark there as well. Just like we just walked past the cradle and we didn't see Jesus, we also miss the mark. It's essential to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yes, the Christian life brings many, many, many benefits. Joy, peace, hope. But they all come they all come through Jesus Christ himself. It flows from Jesus Christ. When we have that personal relationship with him, it flows from Jesus Christ. There's no greater gift, my brothers and sisters. There's no greater gift you could give your children. I know we wrap them, wrap them present this Christmas and birthdays in pretty colored paper. And we put it under the tree and we give them these gifts. The most valuable gift you could give offer your children is a relationship. A relationship, your love and care. Your time, your attention, your commitment is also there for your children. Everything else, everything else flows from that. Everything else falls from that. In the same way, our relationship with God. God loves us. He protects us. He guides us. 
We've got to be faithful to him. We step out in faith all the time to him. And you know something? Everything else, all the blessing flows from that relationship with God. The relationship in which we have with Jesus Christ. The gift. The second point I've got to make. Second point I've got to make. I want to make the gift has got to be valued. It's got to be valued. We've got to value that gift. Some of us, some of us this Christmas morning is going to wake up. We're going to go downstairs and we're going to see this nice big box under the tree. A nice big box. I say Megan's probably whispering to Kate now saying, what she's, what she's got, eh? And Kate also telling Megan what mum is buying her. They can't wait for Christmas morning, I tell you. My daughter can't wait for Christmas morning. My son can't wait for Christmas morning. And you know something, when we rush downstairs at Christmas, in this Christmas morning, and we see the present, we grab it, we rip the paper off, Paper goes flying everywhere. We jump around, waving our hands, and we say, wow, that's just what I wanted. Wow, that's just what I wanted. Then after that, we look again. We look again with a puzzled look on our face, and we said, what is it? And that first Christmas morning, my brothers and sisters, the angels announced the birth, the birth of a new child. The heavens open up and it's all accompanied, they all break out in praise. The shepherd went racing to Bethlehem to see what it was all about. And for 2,000 years, we all jumped, jumped up and down, saying, wow, wow, that's exactly what I need. But in the next breath, we look again, and we look inside that cradle. We look inside, and we said, what is it? What is it? A lot of us eyes have not been opened. They looked in the major, they did not see a king. They did not see the savior of the world. They did not see the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. They did not see anything special at all because their eyes have not been opened. All what they seen was an ordinary, ordinary human being. And you know what they did? They passed it by in a manger. They passed it by. There's a lot of us, my brothers and sisters. A lot of us this Christmas, we're just going to pass it by. We're going to pass it by. You know what we're going to see? The gold. The frankincense. And the mirth. We're going to miss Christmas. A lot of us are going to wake up this Christmas and all we're going to be thinking about is our present. What has mommy brought me? 
What has my wife brought me? What have my husband brought me? What have the grandparents brought me? What has the kids brought me? We have missed Christmas. A lot of us is going to miss Christmas. One of the first things we should do when we get up Christmas morning is pray. Pray to God, thanking God for what he's done. Looking in that cradle in a major and saying, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for, for saving me. Thank you for giving me eternal life. But a lot of us are going to see the cradle and we're just going to look over it and look at the gold, the frankincense and the myrrh. A lot of us are just looking at those things. But you know what happened to those things? They crumble away and become dust. Our relationship with Christ is something which lasts forever. I love it when I sit down there and I hear of the many things you guys have gone out and, do and, do and done this week. I love it when you go into the homes and you speak to people. You're bringing Christmas to them. You're bringing Christmas to them. You're not bringing a box with goodies. You're bringing a box of eternal life to them. In Matthew 13, 44, it says, And again, the kingdom is like, is like unto treasures hid in a field. Hid in a field. The wish when a man has found, he hid, he hideth, and for joy, therefore, go out and sell all that he has to buy that field. In verse 35, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant man seeking, seeking godly pearl. Oh, seeking godly pearl, whom when when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all he had to buy, to buy it. Knowing Christ, knowing Christ is worth more than anything else in this world. Knowing Christ is worth more than anything else in this world. In fact, knowing Christ is, is so precious, it's unbelievable. We will never be disappointed in him. We will never be disappointed in him. He's a treasure. He's a pearl of great value. God gift to us is this child in a manger. He's worth more than anything else you could ever possess. Does your life reflect this truth? Does your life reflect this truth? Are you seeking him? 2 Corinthians 9. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. Finally, third thing. The gift must be received. The gift must be received. It is available to everyone. It is available to everyone. What I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, God does not force it on anyone. He does not force it on anyone. We have to receive it. We have to take the package. 
we have to open the box and accept it as our own. We have to make the decision to receive Jesus Christ in our life. In 1 John 12, but as many, but as many as receive him, to them gave the power to become the sons of God, son of sons of God, even to them that believe in his name. Not all, not all who heard about him will agree with the teaching. Not all who heard about him will attend church. Not all will try to follow that golden rule. But all must receive him. We must receive him. Some people, some people imagine that God's love has to be earned. Some people believe that forgiveness, we got to work for it. It's like an husband, a wise husband saying to his, saying to his wife, I just went out and brought a 50,000 pound car, my love, so you don't have to buy me a Christmas present. That's a Christmas present from you. Wives, have you ever gone out and buy something and say to your husband, I've just brought the bir my birthday present, you don't have to buy me one? You know something? So it's so funny, my daughter's probably laughing. My wife has done that to me. Oh, I said, I brought a new coat. You don't have to buy me a Christmas present. My, me and myself and my daughter sat there and said, you what? <laughs> <laughs> Just think, to receive God, you don't have to go out and work for it. It's there, it's free. All you got to do is accept. A lot of people think they've got to go out and do all these charity work in fact to get into heaven it's free the gift is free all you got to do is accept it do you know your presence is still sitting there if you haven't received it receive him if you haven't received him that box is still sitting there under the tree some of us has received him but that box is sitting there on the shelf we haven't opened it we've looked at it but we haven't opened it we haven't opened it because we have not got that relationship in which we should have with Christ. We haven't opened it because we're frightened to say, to see what God is going to do with our life. Some of us become distracted. That's why we haven't opened that box. Do not leave. Do not leave Christ on the shelf. Do not leave. Leave him under the tree. Take him into your heart. Take him into your life every day. The gift from God has still got your name on it. What better Christmas present could you receive? What better Christmas present could you go out and give somebody? What better Christmas present can you give your child? A new life of joy, peace and love.
Do you know, in history, is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end? Do you know in biology, he was born without an earthly biological father? Do you know in chemistry, he turned water, he turned water into wine? Do you know in physics, he defined the law of gravity and walk and water? Do you also know in medicine, he cured the sick without a single dose of medication? Do you know he also healed the blind just by using mud? This is a big one. Do you know he feed 5,000 people with just two fishes and five loaves? Do you know also in government, in government, is it a wonderful counselor, the prince of peace? There shall be no end to his government. But do you know most of all, he's our friend, he's our brother, he's our father, and he's our God. And do you know in Christian faith, he's the way, the truth, and the life. Who is he? He's the Lord Jesus himself. He's a child, my brothers and sisters. He's a child in a major in which you just walk past. He's a child in a major in which you've seen, but you also seen the gold and the frankincense and bent over just to take those things. Just take the present in which is there. The present is that unspeakable gift. Unspeakable gift. This Christmas, this Christmas, my brothers and sisters, challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. This is a time in which no, this is a time where no string is attached. Nobody could stop you because everybody is celebrating Christmas. Ask the person, do you know it's Christ's birthday? Break the ice. Some of us are so frightened to um, go out and witness to other people. But this is a time in which you could do it freely. Break the ice. Went into a shop yesterday, into a Christian bookshop yesterday. And my wife said she wanted a, um, wanted a bag to put a diary in, you know, those Bible cases. And but she wanted one with, the, with words on it. And she was talking to me about it. And then the shop assistant broke out in a loud voice that's a wonderful testimony but Jesus convinced my wife there and then to buy it eh? because when she takes that with a diary in it and she goes anywhere right she don't have to wait for Christmas now she goes anywhere they're going to read that prescription on the front of it then they're going to start asking questions then it's her way of just breaking the ice and talking about God because they ask a question. In some authority, you cannot go out and speak about it unless they ask you about it. Because they could get, get the sack. We don't want anybody to get the sack because we know you still got to earn an income. But when the door is open, my brothers and sisters, jump through it. 
jump through it head first, foot first, everything first, and take that opportunity. Christmas is a time of opportunity. The opportunity is there. Take the opportunity. Take the opportunity to witness. Take the opportunity to do God's work. Because I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, he is our friend. He is our brother. He is our father. And you know something? He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man, no man cometh to the Father but by the Son, Jesus Christ. He's lying there in a manger. That baby's lying there in a manger. Do not walk, walk past it. When somebody said they're celebrating Christmas, they're celebrating the birth of Christ, do not let them walk past it. Do not let them just see the gold. Let them see Christ. Let them see Christ. Shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, thank you once again for, my, for these words, my Father. My Father, thank you for what you're doing in this building, my Father. My Father, thank you for your many blessings. Father, this Christmas as we celebrate your birthday, my Father, your birth, my Father. May each and every one of us take the opportunity to go out, my Father, and just proclaim your words, my Father. Give somebody the word, my Father. Give somebody the present in, presence in which they long for. My Father, there's no better presence than your words, my Father. There's no better present than you, my Father. My Father, let them just don't leave you on the shelf to gather dust. Let them open that box and with their name on it, because that box is eternal life through you, my Father. My Father, bless this congregation, bless each and every one of them, my Father. Give them the spirit in which you have always given them, my Father, the spirit to go out and do your work, my Father. My Father, I ask all this in thy holy, precious name. Amen. Amen.